rolling on the podcast. A rolling on the video stream. And the NCAA tournament just cut out on my TV. What the heck? Um, so, a lot going on, guys. Um, a lot of scary, um, unfortunate things in the world. What else is new? But, uh, man, just to get a little break before we get into the heavy stuff. Man, this NCAA tournament this year has been, like, the Cinderella story of Cinderella's. Uh, first you had Oral Roberts University beat number two seeded Ohio State in their region. Then Oral Roberts beat another higher seed. And then uh, Loyola of Chicago who is um, a perennial tournament team, uh, you know, don't, don't ever count them out of anything. Uh, you know, they, they're always in the NCAA tournament, but they're, they're making a run in the tournament. Them and uh, 99.78-year-old sister Jean the nun that comes to all their basketball games. And uh, she's pretty cool, Sister Jean. Um, So, right now, uh, I think it's number six seed USC is beating number three seed Kansas. And if you don't know what seeds are and don't don't know what March Madness is, you know, sorry. Um... I'm going to fire up my, my uh, ceremonious cigar and uh, holla at you for a minute about some, uh, some serious issues that uh, are surely going to be sparking the wrong kind of conversations. I've been trying to do a little bit of a series on things. You know, I got, I did a series on... Uh, the, Chi- the Chinese Communist Party, uh, and you can look through the other videos and podcasts and see it. Uh, it's called Big Trouble in CCP Town. Um, I did a couple ca- podcasts and videos on uh, weak leadership in the form of Joe Biden. Uh, and I think this these videos about conversations that are sparked by various tragedies uh, and uh, things that tug at our heartstrings uh, is going to be another series, a serial maybe, not not just a series, but you know one 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 thing leads to the another to the another. So with that. Uh, Here's a, a little sound bite of what happened today. We are interrupting your program to turn to a police presser in Boulder, Colorado, on that shooting outside of a supermarket for the very latest. Uh, there was loss of life. We have multiple uh, people who were killed in this incident. And I am sorry to have to report that one of them was a Boulder police officer. 
During this trying time, I would ask the media and the public to honor the privacy of the officer's family and his uh, co-workers here at the police department. I will also share that we got tremendous support from our fellow law enforcement agencies, both in Boulder County, which some of them you see behind me, the FBI, ATF, and other Denver Metro agencies. Without that quick response, we don't know um, if there would have been more loss of life. Okay, so that's kind of cutting in and out, but so since uh, let's uh, let's do this, yeah. Let's start at the end and go to the beginning. Uh, since that press conference, we we have learned that ten people were killed. Uh, this happened in a grocery store called. Uh, King Super, and Super is spelled S-O-O-P-E-R. Ten people, including the one police officer he mentioned, uh, were killed. There's been no motive given yet. Uh, They're not saying what type of weapon was used, although I have seen it in the early reports that the police described a long barrel weapon, which would indicate some kind of rifle Uh, now there's no conspiracy here this legitimately happened okay that we know this happened just like we know that the horrendous murders at the Asian massage parlors happened The problem with it is we get into the wrong discussions after these events. Go all the way back to 1998 and Columbine High School. It was, in a nutshell, initially said that the kids who shot up that school were... Uh, picked on or bullied or something like that. Uh, that they were outcast of the school. Uh, years after that, for a few years after that, I should say, uh, there would always be some kind of uh, remembrance or commemoration article in the news. And one year I read that uh, when crimes like that happen, the FBI does a psychological profile of the individual on, uh, you know, psychological forensic evidence that they can compile from. And now it's even, there's even more because of social media. But 1998 websites were just starting to become a thing and message boards and stuff like that, which were the precursors to social media. Uh, so they were able to go through these young men, these young boys, teenage boys, websites, uh, so, uh, not social media, message board postings, and see their psychological uh, 
state. And it was determined one was such a psychopath that he should have been institutionalized. And the other one was a sociopath who needed to be led by a stronger-minded psychopath. And these two just happened to find one another. It's not funny. I shouldn't laugh, but it's, you know, what are the odds of uh, a dominant psychopath uh, and a a borderline sociopath that needed uh, leadership of somebody that was even crazier than him to go out and do these things, and they found each other. But that's why I chuckled, but it's not funny. Um, Some people are already tying this shooting, however, to the fact that a Colorado attorney said that uh, the city of Denver's out, or not an attorney, excuse me, a judge ruled that the city of Denver's banning of so-called assault weapons was unconstitutional. You also have House Bill 127, which is the most comprehensive gun legislation uh, in history. A lot of people think it will be declared unconstitutional at some point, but it it has everything from uh, you have to register your gun, your name goes on a public available list of gun owners, and you have to tell uh, the gun shop owner, uh, and thus telling the um, United States Attorney General where in your house you keep your gun, and that goes on the publicly available list as well. And then on top of all that, you have to buy $800 per year in gun insurance from the United States Attorney General. Not to get off on that, but that's the conversation that these shooting sprees and mass shootings lead to. We need more gun laws. We need more gun laws. We already have a lot of gun laws on the books. Maybe there needs to be more psychological evaluations. Maybe there needs to be more information out there in the psychological, you know, psychology world. Um, where, you know, if you're on certain medications because of a mental illness, not the medication itself, but you, the individual, uh, are on meds that are treating a psychological disorder, you shouldn't be allowed to have a gun because of your disorder. I'm cool with that. The real problem is, and it's not sexy, it's not glamorous, it doesn't get in the uh, media attention. Why aren't we talking about the everyday, almost daily uh, shootings in Chicago, in Detroit? Uh, You know, well, because that's not glamorous. Because those people get their guns illegally and it's not a glamorous thing. It's not something sexy that the media can cover and it's not an easy 
problem to solve because a lot of problems with the inner city violence are tied to decades old uh, institutions of poverty, uh, fatherless homes, uh, you know, crime and drugs seen as a business or just the, the way of life. Sadly, tragically, that's how it's viewed in some uh, inner city communities because for generations, that's all people have seen. But that's not the easy problem to solve. The psychological aspect of mass shootings is not the easy problem to solve. Let me give you some background here. Again, we've not they have not established a motive for this most recent shooting at Super King, but they have arrested a person of interest who was wounded during the incident. It says he was taken into custody, according to Boulder Police Department Commander Kerry Yamaguchi. And one thing I noticed looking at these pictures, Boulder looks like it has a very diverse population and police department. I saw this is going to come up so because everything is racial and white supremacist and blah, blah, woof, woof. Yamaguchi uh, was actually the first thing I hear, think when I hear Yamaguchi <clears throat> is of the Japanese naval commander Yamaguchi from World War II. World War II. Sorry, I mumble whoa, whoa, at times. It's... Anyways, so Commander Yamaguchi uh, gave this press conference. That's who you heard talking a minute ago. Uh, a law enforcement source told ABC News that officers responded to a report of someone being shot in the parking lot of the store. When they arrived at the scene, the suspect opened fire on them. The shooter allegedly used a long gun, which would indicate some type of rifle or shotgun. Again, this is King Supers. I'm sorry if I've been calling it Super King. King, K-I-N-G, Supers, S-O-O-P-E-R-S. Uh, it's a subsidiary of Kmart, or not Kmart, Kroger's. Uh, several law enforcement agencies quickly arrived at the scene, including the state SWAT team, uh, the commander, and Boulder District Attorney. i just been waiting all night to say this name. District Attorney Michael Michael Doherty. Why he's got two Michaels in his name, I don't know. But uh, they will be releasing more information on deceased victims, including the exact number, which now we know is uh, 10 people. Um, but they wanted to notify families first, of course. The suspect is not immediately identified by officials, but they said he was sent to an area hospital to be treated for his injuries. Yamaguchi did not reveal any motive and said there, is no, there are no additional suspects at this time. So it looked like uh, you know the typical lone crazed gunman scenario. And I'm going to bet dollars to donuts mental illness played a part in this.
But that's not what the media is going to talk about. They're going to focus on well, what kind of gun did he use? Uh, I've already seen one report where it talked about an AR-15 style rifle. Well, the rifle didn't kill anybody. The psych, the, the lunatic did. You know? Could have been a disgruntled ex-employee. Could have been, you know, anybody. A, a pissed off shopper. Who knows? Or just an average lunatic. Um, but we go back a couple days. To... The Asian massage parlor shooting. Where. From. Within hours after the shooting. Uh, very. In fact less than hours. After the shooting. The suspect was arrested. He had a clear motivation. And it was. Sex addiction. He said that he saw these massage parlors. I don't know yet that he frequents them, uh, but he said that, you know, these are places that tempt him uh, in his addiction to sex and that he was on his way to Florida to shoot up some type of adult film industry uh, business. So he was a person with a sex addiction, a pornography addiction, evidently, and wanted to kill everyone that he felt was tempting him. Now, we're not focusing on that. We're focusing on Asian hate crimes. Now, I hate hate. I don't like dumb crackers that... Uh, because they inbreed, they think that anyone who's not pure, pale, pasty-skinned is less than them. It's not true. We're all God's people. We're all one race, the human race. But the media and the politicians are focusing on this as an anti-Asian hate crime when it is not. The shooter himself said that there was no political, racial, or religious meaning to his shooting. It was purely, he's addicted to sex. He's He wanted to kill people in a place that was uh, tempting him sexually. Three of the people who were killed were non-Asians. There was one Latino and two white men killed. So, there were five or six, however, Asian women killed because that's those are the people that work there. And we don't know how they got to working there. It may not have been their choice. It may have been, may have been sex trafficking. It may have been human trafficking that they ended up in this life. But... We're not going to focus on that because that's not the easy conversation to have. It's not the easy problem to solve. The easy problem to have, the easy conversation to have is call it white supremacy and blame the former president. Now, there's a lady named Michelle Kim.
you can look her up. She takes a different look at this because the majority of Asian hate crimes are committed by Latinos on Asians and African Americans on Asians. And she takes it back to white supremacy of the 1960s where the white supremacists voted or labeled Asian Americans as quieter, less political, vocal, less vocal, uh, publicly people than the African Americans and have worked to turn the two communities against each other, which is a really far-fetched uh, thing to say. But the media and everybody wants you to focus on white supremacy right now. I haven't seen a white supremacist in... Uh, and it's been five or six years now. I, I swear I had I had to get step out of line at uh, a Walmart and go walk around because these people were in front of me in their Ku Klux Klan t-shirts and I was about to hit them. But I, I haven't seen anything white supremacist in a very long time um, until... A, Charlottesville, which was just a dumb cracker trying to get attention and cause trouble. Um, we won't go that road. But hate crimes against anybody are wrong. But this shooting at the Asian massage parlor, when the shooter himself says he, did, he wasn't motivated by race, religion, or politics... But everyone in the media wants to come out and media and politicians want to say, oh, white supremacy, white supremacy, uh, white supremacist on Asians because Donald Trump called the Wuhan virus the China flu. Well, uh, sorry, but all of you in the media were calling it the same thing when it started last year. We have the Internet. We have the power. We have the ability to go back and see what you said. You were saying China flu, Wuhan flu, Wuhan virus. Uh, but when Trump started saying it, then it became taboo and racist to say so. Uh, however, scroll down here. Representative Judy Chu, Democrat of California, on Sunday said the deadly shootings last week in Atlanta, which killed eight people, including six Asian women. I know there were two white guys, or the Latino guy was only injured. I'm sorry. There were two white guys killed, one Latino guy injured, and then six Asian women who worked at the massage parlor were killed. Sadly, terrible. This guy's a scumbag, a piece of shit. And I, I hope his little, you know, funky beard-having butt goes to hell and burns with Saddam Hussein and Satan for this. But, you know, it's disgusting. Uh, she says, in my mind and in the minds of many, this is an anti-Asian hate crime. This is a 21-year-old white male who chose as his first victim and business 
that is called Young's Asian Massage. Then he drove 27 miles to another spot and hit two more Asian spas. Chow, or Chu, who said, who is the chair of the Congressional Asian Pacific American Conference, said, um, if, he, if his only problem was sex addiction, then he could have had his choice in those 27 miles of any place that could have gone, he could have gone to. Well, she, she doesn't live there. How does she know what's in those 27 miles? And maybe he was like a client of these places and didn't get what he wanted. Or maybe he was just fed up with life and the sick life he was living as a pervert and a sex addict. Uh, not saying nothing wrong with sex, but, you know, get a wife and have all the sex you want. If she wants to have sex with you. Anyways, another road we don't need to go down. Um, but he said he was on his way to Florida to hit a pornography uh, business. Now, I don't know what kind of pornography fetish he had. Maybe that was Asian too. Uh, you know, maybe he had some uh, love affair or addiction to Asian women because that's one... Uh, genre of the porn industry. I don't know, but I know that porn, it's been proven, stimulates the same uh, area of your brain as heroin. But that's not the easy conversation to have. The easy conversation to have is, oh, it's racism. Oh, it's white supremacy. You know, hate all white males. Uh, and having, you know, Frankly, right now I have uh, a crush on or a friendship going on with a African American. Well, she's half white, but anyways, a lady that I know. You know, having dated Hispanic women, having beat up crackers for calling my African American friends racial slurs, okay, and defending my friends' honor and safety. I get sick and tired of everything being blamed on white males and a broad brush painted on us because we're not all cracker inbred pieces of trash. But anyways, that's another rant. The difficult conversation we have to have in this country does not involve guns. Now, white supremacy and racism can be a mental illness problem. But the bigger problem is the mental illness crisis going on in this country right now and in the past. Uh, you know, we need to enforce gun laws that are on the books before we go writing more gun laws and things of that nature. Before we go blaming races and groups of people and dividing everybody Based on color, the 87,259 different genders that we have now, uh, or many other problems, we need to focus on mental illness. But 
sorry that we have to focus on the difficult problem and not the easy one, which is blame the gun, blame uh, racism, because the man said there's nothing racial about what he did. If it came from his mouth, it's true. We need to have the more difficult conversations in this country about mental illness. Where is it coming from? What are the roots of it? What can we do about it? We need to tell people, if you're having these kinds of problems, you need to seek counseling through the clergy, through a professional psychiatrist, wherever you feel comfortable getting your start in seeking help. Mental illness is no different than physical illness is my point. If you're having chest pains, you run to the emergency room. They, they may send you to a heart specialist. Okay? If you're having evil, demonic thoughts of killing people, then you need to run to a psychiatrist uh, or a counselor, and then they can refer you to a psychiatrist or get you therapy. Understand? Treat mental illness the same way we treat physical illness, and I'll bet you these problems will go down. As always, guys, God bless you. Please pray for one another. This has been Americana, the American way. I'm Big John. You can find me on uh, Parlor at the Real Big John, all one word, on Telegram, YouTube, Rumble, and Anchor.fm, and the Anchor Podcast app. This is Americana, the American way. I'll play you out with one more soundbite from the grandfather of some people who were uh, in the Super King Supers shopping center today, and then I'll get out of here. Yeah, uh, Tom, I, I just bumped into Stephen McHugh here. Uh, Stephen told me that. So, just tell me about your your grandkids were inside. Uh, my two granddaughters, uh, you know, thirteen and fourteen, basically came in with their dad so he could get a COVID shot. They came in through the east door where the pharmacy. Is. Uh, Steve Stager is there as well. Uh, Steve's joining us now. Steve? Yeah, uh, Tom, I, I just bumped into Stephen McHugh here. Uh, Stephen told me that. So just tell me about your, your grandkids were inside. Uh, my two granddaughters, uh, you know, 13 and 14, basically came in with their dad so we could get a COVID shot. They came in through the east door where the pharmacy is. Okay, that's... Technology does not always cooperate on this podcast, guys, so I apologize. Uh, Like I said, say a prayer for one another. God bless you, and 
I will see you the next time on Americana the American Way.